0: Take
1: two, <laughs> take two. <laughs> look, So, um, well, look, we—I don't even know where to start. I'm look, I'm trying to start from where we left off at. But anywho, take two. Um, we are giving y'all this episode for this week, which is my episode. Um, last week, Lena did. You know, her episode was kind of laid back and chill. So I'm gonna go ahead and go in the direction of spirituality this week And talk about soul contracts and Akashic records. So, have you heard of that before?
0: Uh, Not before you and uh, Crystal put me
1: on. Okay, all right. So, a soul contract is a pre-life agreement. It would be something you decided prior to um, entering this lifetime, so before your incarnation um it's contracts that contain multiple obstacles and karmic debt but you know some of the contracts i guess they can you know contain good stuff but it's for your your growth your soul evolution and your elevation your soul elevation so within your life um you have multiple contracts so these contracts can be with other people um things all that kind of stuff and we come here like with the same soul family, according to the soul contract. This is not anything that I've seen myself. It's something that I researched. So we all come here with the same soul family and everybody plays a different part. So your husband could have been your sister in your last lifetime. Your mama could have been your husband. Um, But your soul knows your story. So when your mind, body, and soul, when they all come together during this lifetime, that is what we call a spiritual awakening. So also, if you are familiar with your astrology chart, this also maps out your, your soul. So let's get started. You ready? You ready oh, I'm ready. Do you believe in soul contracts? <laughs> so oh, I'm waiting for you to say it, I because I got you on this one though. Oh, y'all know how
0: I feel about these soul contracts. <clears throat> have stated in the past some past episodes I just don't understand like why would somebody sign or accept a contract that states that they will be hurt uh or you know molested or taken advantage of like I don't I don't understand that concept because when I think of contracts that's what I think of you agree to these terms and sign on the dotted line why would I agree to those terms so why did I even come here? right I, I don't know I don't know um but you know as you do more deep diving or whatever it's like you know you don't know the intent behind it and sometimes what you like what you experience in your lifetime can set up your your future generations you know what I mean right. so it's like somebody had to, to struggle in order for me to, to do what I needed to do. So if it wasn't for them signing those contracts or agreeing to those terms, you know, I wouldn't be where I'm at, at, at in life. So I don't know. I, I guess I'm on the fence behind it, you know, if mm-hmm. if if I was presented this contract and was like, okay, your kids are gonna be set for life, you won't have a movie star, doctor, or in this, but you know, in during your lifetime, you're gonna experience X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? So it's like, I guess if you set those terms, if you set those terms, okay, I might agree to anything when it comes to my kids. So, but still.
1: I think so you made made a good point because my answer was kind of similar. Like everybody's contract contributes to the law of oneness. So it's like the... Um, the consciousness, the one consciousness, everybody has to play a part and everybody's contract, um, you know, contributes to that. But I do see where you're saying with the struggles because the only thing I could relate it to is when, you know, when Christians be like, God gets his toughest soldiers the hardest battles. Uh, <laughs> that's the only thing I can put the two things together. But so I do believe in them now because it's the only thing that makes sense to me as to why. I guess it would be me looking forward to to the overall picture, if that makes sense. So that kind of gives me like hope, like okay. Because at first I'm like, well, why the fuck did I come here? Like, Mm-mm. why would I do this? But yeah. I was confused at first when I found out about it. Is how we have free will and everything is predestined. So that's kind of where my um my I guess obstacle came when I'm thinking like, okay, so how we have free will and everything is predestined. But as I did further research, it all kind of came together to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I am I want to the only, so again, going back to the episode where we did the astrology, the guy that I was telling y'all about, Astro Einstein, he was really where I kinda like started believing in it. Like, okay. <laughs> Because when he was doing the people like he was doing the past life regressions, they were looking at their contracts. And Mm -hmm. it tells so much more like how many kids you're supposed to have when you're supposed to get married. And the thing that came up with the free will was people were missing their dates on when they get married but you have another date. So like it would say like, okay, you're supposed to get married when you're 23. Your next time is 47. Your next time is blah, 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 blah. So that's kind of where he put like in perspective the free will and the predestined.
0: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Anywho,
1: um, any relationship we encounter has a contract uh, with expiration date. So that means in this lifetime, we have a multitude of contracts with big contracts. What do you think an indication that your contract with another soul may be coming to an end? What would be an indication?
0: Um, <clears throat> I don't know. You know, you can have like, like you said, it's a lot of little contracts within a big contract. So... so- You know you can have different types of relationship contracts like from um friends or like romantic partners Mm -hmm. even like casual encounters excuse me so i tend to view everything every like connection as a blessing or a lesson like you know not all encounters have to have like a bad ending or sour note you know so sometimes the flame just kind of just fizzles out and or like in a friendship perspective you you might outgrow a friend or y'all might have like different paths or whatever um so these connections you'll feel like very comfortable and at ease like there's like a familiarity with this person and you know oftentimes they'll come like at a very significant time in your life like uh or like the relationship will will grow at a significant time of your life, you know, and um, I feel like that's kind of done like purposely, you know, so that the impact of the contract will have um like a long longer lasting effect um mm-hmm. over, on the overall contract. But right. uh, as far as the expiration date is concerned, you know, there are some expiration dates and that's okay. You know, you could probably feel like you lost or hurt or sad, upset. But, you know, as long as you think that everything happens for a reason and you can look for the future, you know, you'll know, you'll know when that time is up. And, you know, you can grieve about it. You can grieve over the loss or the expiration of that contract. But just know that you have other contracts within your contracts to look forward to. Right. I don't think
1: that that I don't answered me. your question, but okay. You did, you did. Um, <laughs> my answer kind of, it kind of mirrors your answer. Um, I would say if a person, like when a person's on their deathbed, that would be probably like the biggest red flag, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, that yeah. is going to end. But <laughs> boredom and unfulfillment. Like, you know how those people be in the relationships... Or, like, if your relationship was spicy and then all of a sudden it just turned to, like, a fuck buddy situation or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like, if you're in a a relationship or a connectionship without substance, I think that Mm -hmm. would probably be okay. Um, We on autopilot, and it's probably my time to go. But probably detachment and confusion, too. Um, just, Just, like, the only thing I could think of was, like, stuff turning into situationships and like Lena said you shouldn't get discouraged because everything has a beginning and an end. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it is. Life, um marriage, everything has an end even if that is dying, right? That may be the end, but Team everything dance. has a right, right, <laughs> pretty much. So everything has a beginning and an end and that would be my indication, but usually when I've noticed or what I've noticed um, for me in a contract or like if it's somebody, it's just going back and comparing it to that spark at the beginning and then where you are now and then if you're feeling like really bored, um, detached or that confusion, confusion is a big red flag to me. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, maybe we need to go ahead and- yeah.
0: Right, you're like, okay, this, this our time has come, you know right thank you for Mm -hmm. the you've been parted in my life and i wish you well
1: it may be sad but it gotta happen fuck that go to hell (laughs) i know right look it gotta happen you you and your booty sweat can go to hell (laughs) (laughs) so uh so contracts they also have free wills and free will involved of um, each choice has a set outcome within the contract what do you think would be the consequence of overstaying in a contract like if you're overseeing
0: okay so um when I, I answered this like you know when something is like past its expiration date it's bound to go bad like that's science you know what i mean if you keep that right. milk beyond his shelf life and its expiration date is going to curd, it's going to sour, it's going to go bad. That's just science. So if you're like holding on to um, if you're holding on to these situations or these connections um, that has ran its course, you know, it will no longer benefit you in a positive manner. You know, it has the potential to possibly turn toxic or bad, you know. So just pay attention to those red flags. Listen to your intuition and just be mindful that you may have reached the end of the line. And like I said earlier, that's okay. Everything don't have to end badly. You know, y'all, you can like I said, you can can reach that expiration date and gain that lesson and just continue to go forward. But holding on to something for the sake of holding on to it, it's not going to give you any positive benefits and it's just going to potentially be toxic so let that shit go
1: right. um, like Lena said take the lesson and apply it to future you know future situations mm-hmm. but I feel like if you're over overstaying in a contract it's no soul growth um, so like mm-hmm. recently on my spiritual journey I'm all about that's what I'm looking forward to because when you become spiritual you take into consideration you know the afterlife you're not just living in the mm-hmm. moment you're thinking about What have I done that's going to roll over into the afterlife? So it's not that you—I mean, you can't take your materialistic gains with you to the other side. So you have to see, like, what have I done that's going to give me growth spiritually. So I think mm-hmm. staying in a situation that no longer serves you is done your soul growth. It's stagnation. You know, like kinda like a game. Like you're gonna replay the level over and over.
0: Right. So
1: if you're re- if you're wasting, let's say you have 10 years left, you don't want to waste them ten years in the same situation playing the same game over and over because your soul doesn't grow. That part. And we all about so. innovation. Right. Innovate. Right. Trying to trying to reach your higher self, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, who or what do you think helps us navigate through our contracts in this lifetime?
0: <clears throat> you know what I'm gonna say? My ancestors, my ancestors for sure. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. They always looking out for your girl. Um yep. even when I don't take heed or listen to their advice, they still gonna look out for your girl. Um <clears throat> and I feel like my ancestors and spirit guides they go hand in hand and um they might they might just be synonymous I think I feel like sometimes my spirit guides are my ancestors um right because that's that DNA that blood connection that that you know that that uh keeps us connected or whatever but um that's who I feel like uh guides me and spears me and look out, look out for my best interests. okay
1: I said the same thing, Ancestor Spirit Guides. Um, I also and again I'm gonna refer y'all to Astro. Look, this is not a paid, um <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna refer y'all to him because he is so much knowledge like that he has with this. Um, but he did put a concept of your higher self. So basically you split and um, you know how, so when you do the mediumship reading somebody was saying like okay so how am I how is reincarnation real and I'm talking to my, to my person that's over there but he explained it really good like some of your self stays up like we're energy so some of your energy is there guiding your energy that's here so I think that that also um, plays a part and that probably is where your intuition would come from would be your higher self that's not the energy that's not connected or the energy that you left behind um so i think always listening to your intuition like never go against your intuition mm-hmm. but you know as people like we've been through so much or like we've gone through so much so it may be hard to decipher your intuition from fear okay kind of, but you would just yeah. know when you feel when you feel it in that solar plexus mm-hmm.
0: oh, that self yep. yeah you can they can be confusing
1: like it's it's literally like a pull in your stomach and that's your solar plexus telling you that that's your intuition so always remember to think with that solar plexus and not your head and then you'll be fine but i think that's what guides us during this lifetime um to make the right decisions but then i mean you would have to get into the argument of people saying that you know demons are like the little the devil and the good thing and blah 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 that part I don't believe in. I think that we make the bad choices don't have nothing. We would like to blame it on something, but I think mm-hmm. the bad choices are us not taking those signs into consideration of our intuition and our ancestors. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's nothing that you know.
0: The devil girl, made me do it.
1: Ain't that the girl? Imagine, look, <laughs> what you gonna go? If you done kill somebody, you gonna go to jail say, the devil made me do it? Yeah, yeah. so that part. Um. So, the Akashic Records, the first person to ever mention the Akashic Records, and I'm going to butcher these names all day, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. was Helena Pre- Petrovna Balvatsky. Um, oh, she mentioned ooh. them in her Theosophical Doctrine. Um, so, she gained the knowledge of the Akashic Records by spending time with monks, Tibetian, Tibetian monks. I don't even know how to say that word. But the Akashic Records are like bu- books of life. It's a, a library of universal events. So this goes from the beginning of time to, you know, currently. So you go into the library and there's your book of life. So it was basically the book of life. You heard of the book of life, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So she was the person that first mentioned it, but the concept got popular through um edgar casey and he was a christian who got involved in astrology Oh wow! yeah so he was able to you know spread the concept of that so we're gonna get into akashic records again it's an energetic library that contains details about our past life um, our future also our present how many lives we live how many times we've been incarnated with Whoever we here with, how many planets we've been to, everything is in um, the library. So, if you had a chance to access these records, what information would you see?
0: <clears throat> so, uh, at first, I was like, I want to know my future, so I know yeah, what. You know. The, right, so I know what to expect. What? What's uh, you know, what's to come? You know how to navigate, you know, through, through those things, you know what I mean? So that I have that knowledge. But then as I was thinking on it, you know, I was like, well, maybe I am kind of sort of curious about my past lives because it's like, I I, I do need to know what transpired in those past lives during childhood because like uh, I don't want to say it's an irrational fear but like I just have this concern about kids being harmed so Hmm. part of me is kind of sort of curious like you know what happened um,
1: oh like where did that
0: come from yeah where did that come from you know and then that can probably uh, how to say it like help me navigate this world yeah that's actually the same answer I gave you know what? We need a third party on here because we starting to think too much. Like,
1: <laughs> look, that I mean, that hey, is good. I that is a, the exact answer that I gave. Um, but I would want to know everything. I want to know how many planets I've been on. Um, like,
0: what you know, did I do? You know what? You
1: mean? <laughs> yes, I do. But because I have, but you know what's so funny? Because I was looking at this thing, and I have like this fear of drowning like a legit fear of drowning i can't swim i have and this uh this lady was explaining the like and i'm gonna do an episode on this too in the future in the future in the future um but like i have this obsession with mermaids and i have this fear of drowning and the lady was just saying like people who can't swim they have a fear of drowning um like they're the descendants of water spirits and Mm -hmm. the reason why they make it to where you can't swim or where you're afraid of water, and so you won't go back to the water so you can have your experience on land. Mm. So I found that interesting. So I would like to, like, go back and see. Like, was my mermaid. Mm-hmm. He was. No. <laughs> you was. Ariel. Look, Ariel, swimming, swimming, swimming. Um, but, like, <laughs> it's just, it's so much, and people probably think we crazy talking about this shit, but it's so much stuff in the world that, I mean, the world's a big place, so. Mm-hmm. We can sit here and say, hey, you know, that that is not real, blah, blah, blah. But why do you think it's not real? Where do you think it came from? So that would be, like, something I would want to go back and see all my life, who I've been with. Who are these people to me in this life? That's what Uh what I would want to see.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. who were... Who, who was my daughter like what if she was my mom you know something like that like I would like to see like why do I have so many attachments to or like a person I have an attachment to why do I have this attachment to this person was that person you know who was that person and what's so funny is if you look at your astrology chart it shows you the car if you do a, a synastry chart it'll show you the karma between you and another person so your mm-hmm. a, astrology chart maps out your contracts. you just have mm-hmm. to know how to read them Mm. yeah so oh. you can you can actually see that and I've, I've done a sign of street chart with somebody and I've seen karma to create in this life but I couldn't find the past life karma past
0: life? oh okay. Yeah. That's, okay
1: yeah so it's, so it's like,
0: when you have that knowledge of what's to come like do you try to uh, manipulate things to you know what I mean to, well, see, you access your your, you know your records, and you can see the future, and it says, you know, um, you know, you will pass away in a car accident. Like, do you avoid cars, you know, to prevent your death? Like, like what do well, you, you know? Do know what mm,
1: the only thing that I would be scared of with death is, does it hurt? And see, so with that, of course, like I said, I have I've talked to mediums and all this stuff. And the medium said that that your body, like your spirit leaves your body when it knows it's time. So you don't feel it. So I Mm -hmm. I think me personally, I would not try to I just think it, now knowing what I know previously, yeah before my spiritual journey, yes. But now knowing what I know, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I wouldn't try to because it it just means I get to go see so much other stuff and like just think of how excited, it just sounds crazy. I'm not suicidal, y'all. I promise no. But just think about how much stuff you're going to be able to see when you go over there. Like, right. what kind of insight you have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's gonna that's gonna be dope. I mean, the the part where you died. I guess the unknown is what scares me, but because this this is stuff that's researched by you know people. It's not anything that I have experienced myself. Mm-hmm. Um, to say so, it's stuff, and even when you experience stuff yourself, you kind of be like, um, this "Is my mind, you know, playing tricks on me, or whatever?" <laughs> but it's still, it's still that that um, unknown factor, <laughs> I guess, in your head. Like, what mm-hmm. happens the second I die? Like, am I alone? I think that would be my my biggest fear, like getting lost in space or being alone, don't know where you're supposed to go.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. And there are some people
1: that transition
0: who are lost. And they don't, you know, they're just they're like and I don't want to say
1: lost, but like, do oh, so you believe in like lost souls?
0: Yes, I yes. Know. Like I feel like they they're not sure, or like <clears throat> maybe their they their life was ended prior to the actual end of the contract. So like their their life was ended prematurely. So it's like I feel like sometimes they can be lost because it's like, okay, I'm still supposed to be here. You know what I mean? Like my time isn't done yet. So I don't know. That's, I don't know. I don't know if there's any truth behind that. But, but I, I mean know. when I looked
1: at the lost souls, uh the lost soul aspect, um, from what I gather or the way I understood it, is that a person like you have like a choice. So The person may not be like, you know how we're knowledgeable on this subject. The person may not, you know, they may be scared to leave from familiarness or familiarity. Okay. So they don't, they don't want to go. So that's the only way I see somebody getting stuck or I've seen like, you remember that movie, The Others? I remember remember that they didn't know that she didn't know she was dead or something. Right. And that, that like mansion house thing. Yeah, I I, always wondered about stuff like that. Nicole Kidman, yeah, she was in there. Okay, yeah, yeah, I do remember. So yeah, like that, like you know, like yes, you believe in ghosts. Uh, So ghosts for me, I think it, I think it's like when I don't want to say too much because I got an episode written on this. Oh, okay,
0: okay. Well, we won't.
1: Yeah that then we'll, we'll address it at, at that episode If we, if I, well I got it written down so I don't want to say too much because it, I have a, a theory from what I gathered to where we okay. have go. okay so we'll, we'll address
0: that we'll address
1: it at that time but yeah so I think what, what going back to the lost souls I think that it's just people that's not ready to detach from what they know mm-hmm Probably still having human having a human experience, I guess. Probably still having human emotions, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause from what I gather, you don't you don't lose anything that's human until you cross over. So once you cross over, the way it was explained to me is when you cross over, that's when you can come visit your family and you won't have the um the human emotions, like that attachment and that but as long as you don't if you stay here and you choose not to cross over then you still have that human attachment so that part well so i've seen when i was watching some past life and, and this kind of scared the fuck out of me um but i've seen so people of uh, some people so people i seen some people where it has been like they did the past life regression and their past life was so bad and they had so much trauma that when they wake up they have psychosis in this life and so some of the people like you're living like you're living that experience so you're living you're reliving through that trauma like one he had on there and she was doing her past life regression and the people were like taking she had got kidnapped and the people were taking some blood from her and she could feel the ivs and poking her so I've seen where some people, you know, they, they've woken up with in psychosis, like they went crazy. It's not to deter anybody or scare anybody from getting a past life regression. If you got your past life regression book, go ahead and go with it. Um, but you also like accessing the Akashic records through a past life, you also can elevate your spirit. So I've, I've seen both sides, you know, like both things is positively or negatively. Can impact It can impact this lifetime. Um, so do you think that having access to your records, are you going into your records, do you think that it would positively or negatively interfere with your life path for this lifetime? <clears throat>
0: Excuse me. I guess it just depends upon what transpired in my past life. Because um, I feel like I'm already like an anxious... Um, a naturally like anxious person so you know if if I if I relive those traumas or mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I can relive it to the point where I can feel these things happening to me present day i it might be more harmful than beneficial for me because well mm-hmm. I take it back I take it back. Like I said, I am a naturally anxious person, but because of my spiritual journey, I have grown so much in my anxiety, in my spiritual beliefs and things of that nature. So I don't think it'll necessarily be harmful to me. Um, It might, how to say it, it might be a tad bit traumatic, but I don't think it's something that I can overcome. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, now I have this information. I have this knowledge. Now I can apply it to this current day life. But prior to me being spiritual, oh no, that probably that probably would, would have been yeah. a spiral. I would have been out of control, manic, you know, like like you said, psychosis. Is that how you said it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would probably going, be me yeah, prior, prior to my spiritual journey. But now, now so much, I think I could probably take those traumas and oh I'm about to steal your uh steal your saying and transmute it into power honey <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I but can so you it. also
1: gotta think about it you said the anxiety but what if you can go back and see why you're anxious in this lifetime too
0: right and then that will probably help help me heal and um help me manage my anxiety a little better here on the side too so, yeah, yeah but I, I hope I can go back and see, like, oh, girl, I was Cleopatra,
1: girl. Okay, I was a whole queen, like, ah, you know like, You know, if somebody made me go back and see that, I'd be like, okay, now that part I wouldn't believe. I'd be like, oh, you're a whole liar. This man is a fake. <laughs> no, I am royalty. I'd be
0: like, that makes so much sense, because I am
1: royalty, honey. Okay? You could be royalty and not be her. She, was, she wasn't she a good person. Oh,
0: well, being a good person. I mean, a but that person.
1: would explain if I was, if I went back and saw that I was a fuckboy, that would explain my love life in this lifetime.
0: Yeah. No fuck boy.
1: I think that it would depend on the trauma I've taken on in each lifetime. So if I were to do it, I would want to go back and see multiple... Lifetimes. I'm not a person that I. the one before prior to this, that's not going to explain anything I'm going to because I feel like it's everything put together. So I would want to go back. Now, if you live like a thousand and seventeen lives or something, I, I mean, that would take a time. <laughs> but I would want to go back and I would want to see more than one. So it would be like... Am I repeating the same trauma in those lifetimes? I think the only way I would get stuck is, is if it's some trauma in this lifetime, and I'm repeating it, and I'm stuck. Then mm-hmm. I would be like, because um, I don't think you know, I don't think looking at the past would show me um, how to navigate. I think going through my akashic record, like you said, and looking in the future and seeing what's going to happen would help me better than past life regressions. Um, but I think for some people that this may be a a knowledge overload, like a mental overload when they Mm -hmm. do the past life progression so I think that you gotta remember the human mind is only like in human form we we are only meant to take on so much so Mm -hmm. I think for some people that may be what causes the psychosis I think that I would have to probably elevate a little more spiritually before I can go back and do that um, because mm-hmm. the more you the more I connect to my higher self then I wouldn't be living in on a human frequency if that makes sense like a low vibrational frequency yeah oh I hate saying that because <laughs> that's so broad but I think the the lower you function the lower frequency you function on the more that you would be one of those people that would probably go back and have a mental overload right with seeing that Mm-hmm. I think the more you're connected to your higher self, the more you understand spirituality and you're ascending. I think that that would be a person who who should go because they would know what to do with the information. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. You just somebody who just started your spiritual. If you just started your spiritual journey, I would not advise you to go do that.
0: Right, especially if you ain't even started shadow work. Right, that's the very, very, very first step, and that's ugly. Yeah. So I feel could like got shadow work kind of encompasses just what you've experienced um, in, during this lifetime. So, right. yeah, you really have to
1: tackle that before you can do anything else, especially
0: beyond that. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think I think that would be if you it's levels to this shit like in real life. <laughs> 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 we, we playing is real levels to this shit. I don't mm-hmm. think as a person that's beginning my journey, I would just jump up and be like, hey, I want to pass my progression. I think I would be more connected to um, source energy or more elevated to where I could understand, okay, now I saw that. You would have to basically be a, purpose, a person that can separate your lifetime.
0: Right, okay, yep. Yeah, that too. Like yeah. the person so you would have to form um, it. I was reading that you could uh, hypnotize yourself,
1: but... You know what? It's it's a small percentage of people that cannot be hypnotized and that's what I was scared of. Um with going because his sessions are like three hundred dollars and uh, I was I was like I'm I'm too nosy. <laughs> yeah, I'm way too nosy. You know, like I wanna know how you know, like, yeah, I wanna know what's going on, what's gonna happen. And then I think too far ahead, like, oh, what if I was this person or what if I was an alien? I wanna see this, I wanna see that. Yeah, so like, like focus, Linda, Linda, honey, listen. Okay, and then boom, you done wasted your money. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Time's like wait a minute, I just barely scratched the surface.
1: I know, right. Yeah, so I think I think that would be something fun to do, but okay, I shouldn't say fun. It would be something beneficial. Um but I think you would have to be, and it's so funny because we both come so far on our spiritual journey, and so mm-hmm. y'all gonna beat me when I say this. But I've I wanted like me learning spirituality. I always want my baby to be ahead of the game. I want mm-hmm. my daughter to be ahead of the game. So when I was like, I was like, oh, I wonder if like when she get ten, I can get her past life regression. Bitch, no. But ten? <laughs> yeah, like before I, I looked at it and. Oh, you know, oh, okay. figured out contracts and mm-hmm. past life regression and Akashic records. Because I thought that would be beneficial to her, but I'll just stick with her. What <laughs> in the entire man? Y'all know it ain't us if we ain't got no technical difficulties. Come on, that hmm. what I don't even know what that was, hmm. but um, yeah. So like I was saying, I, I want her to be ahead of the game and know her life path and know what she's supposed to do. But I guess everybody has their own obstacles and their own contracts. So it's not, that would be something that she would have to come to terms with. And if she wanted it or if she wanted to elevate, then I would get it for her. I wouldn't be opposed to it. But. Okay, that's dope. Yep. So Akashic records are accessed through um, prayer, meditation, past life regression, and etc so during any of these listed above do you feel you have accessed this library if so did you obtain any pertinent information
0: well like I said earlier I didn't I didn't have I don't I didn't have I don't have a wheelhouse or I don't have a lot of knowledge when it comes to this particular subject so I've never attempted to access the Akasha records um so it's like very limited um and I haven't tried to do any of the methods uh, and, I, and I don't know if I, I want to access them or, or attempt to access them because like you stated uh, before like uh, that whole you know is this true you know what I mean or is this my mind playing tricks on me type thing you know what I mean so it's like uh, I don't know I haven't tried um, and I don't know if I will
1: try in the future. Okay. um i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i have um but i had like a dream and i always share my dreams with lena that's so crazy but i had a dream the dream about the levels or whatever the one i told you about. but i've also had a dream about like a floating it looked like a library but i didn't i didn't go into it or see anything so no I mean, it was just like a, fl- a floating thing with like some books in it. And when I looked over it, like, I just kept going in the dream. So I'm guessing I'm not able to access it. I don't Mm-mm. have, Is I don't it know. access to that. I- <laughs> yeah, like That's I just, you not. know, maybe it was just letting me know that it was there maybe.
0: Right, it's here for when you are truly ready to tap into the right. records. You know what, and I love books so much you would think that this is something I would jump on. Yes, I want to read and know and have more knowledge. But now I say it's kind of like Pandora's box. I think it's your spaceship.
1: Really? For now. For now. I mean, it's some I mean, but then again, I'm a reader, so I like to know what's gonna happen. I just maybe not easy. maybe not too far in advance. Maybe a couple of years, I would stop at the five-year mark, maybe, and then see if I'm going to go back.
0: And see if you're going to come back reincarnated?
1: No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, like, as far as knowing, like, going into the Kashuk Records, knowing what's going to happen, like, I'm a a curious person, like, I'm a reader, so I like to know future events. But I would go into there and probably stop at that five-year mark so I could see, hey, you know, it's just kind of like when the people, like when you meet somebody, they be like, oh, what's your five year plan? Like something like that. Okay. Like, I would want to know what's going to happen at the five year mark. And then I would decide from there if I'm going to go back and see.
0: And see. That. Okay. So you, you'll go read five years in
1: a time. Yeah, but I know myself. I wouldn't stop. If if it if somebody was, look, if somebody was able to tell me, if somebody was able to tell me, then we'd be good. But if I'm reading myself, I'm not going to stop. Mm He's like, I ain't gonna have no
0: control. I'm gonna, I want to know it all.
1: Right. But that would it's be too good effect, to be true, like right? Because you would be ahead of the everything. Mm-hmm. Then what's the point of having your experience here if you're ahead of everything? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm with you on that one. I'm kind of mixed on. Oh, you said you would do the past life progression, but you don't know about the Kashuk record.
0: Right. Um, right well I
1: don't know <laughs> um, yeah that's, I'm kind of like I've researched it thoroughly but I'm kind of because I had an opportunity to go see Astro he was going to be in Dallas and at the time I was kind of like um, no <laughs> I just I was just like I'm not a person that could be hypnotized that, that was my that was my excuse Right, and plus $300, that shit ain't cheap. I know, right? And then if you can't be, I don't know his policy on giving it back if you couldn't be, but I just, I kind of was, I, I kind of freaked out, maybe. Maybe that's what mm-hmm. we should say. Because I don't want to see, I would like to see stuff about myself. I don't want to see if my mom's going to die. I don't want to see if my daughter going to leave me early. I don't want to see none of that stuff, if no, that makes sense. No. But those are, yeah. those are life-altering events, so that would be mm-hmm. in there. Yep, it will. It will. And although that event might not be shown, it'll be evidence of those events
0: occurring right. that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So I, I think that part, so like you're saying a past life trauma, I think the Akashic Records will probably cause anxiety and trauma for me. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't be so much of the past life, it would be the Akashic Records. Right. Because the past right. already happened, so it ain't nothing I can do about that.
0: Right, can't change the past. Maybe it would be. Used. Yeah, right.
1: So, like, you had asked if, if I was try to stop, like, if I, it was a car accident, if I would try to stop my own death, I would try to prevent people around me. I would try to prevent their death, but my mm-hmm. own death, I wouldn't.
0: Right, yeah. That's kind of yeah.
1: selfish. That is so selfish. I don't want to be here stuck, like, grieving. I would rather go before everybody. That sounds so selfish.
0: I'm not going to put that out there. <laughs> I mean, but I, don't I, I see what you said
1: out about. there. I, I
0: think if it was gonna right. happen, it's gonna happen.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, give I was, you I'm not a good the, griever.
0: Grief is. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That
1: probably caused somebody to go into psychosis on its own. That, right. That part. Yeah. All right. So an exit point in a contract is where a soul has completed a life's mission. So this will be like a near-death experience and. I think it would probably be an optional exit point. So, a near-death experience would be an optional exit point. Um, You have the option to come back to this life and start a new mission or the option of passing on. Do you think you've experienced an exit point?
0: So, I haven't had any near-death experience. I don't think I've had that uh, that option. Mm -hmm. Um, I did have that whole panic attack where I thought I was having a stroke, but... Mm-hmm. i don't want a near-death experience it was just my anxiety <laughs> my anxiety just really tricked my brain into thinking that i was <laughs> having a stroke mm. so yeah I, I haven't experienced any near-death you know experiences that i would be given that option but i guess it depends on what that experience was like a like if you said if, if 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 death is like how you stated like mm-hmm. your soul knows when it's time and so it's painless then I might come back but if it's painful like let's say I got shot in the head and I felt all of that but you know I was still living mm-hmm. it's like uh uh-uh, uh I don't want to experience that again so I don't know I don't know I, do you think people like
1: with their with their exit points like people let's say you had a near death experience and um like you had a car accident so at that point you had to you had an exit point you have an option to go back and you're shown like what's gonna happen you're gonna be a vegetable you're gonna be a burden to everybody or you can pass on
0: okay yeah it's if- then then at that case no i'm gonna I'm leave i mean i know it's gonna you know because you'll be able to see the effects of you leaving too though right 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 mm-hmm. so although you know my family and stuff would be hurting and grieving like i i don't think i would want to be a burden to somebody, to somebody and um uh, you know what i mean just remain um a vegetable and not have any experiences or any Human emotions, you know what I
1: mean. I think I would choose to go ahead and be like, okay,
0: this is my time.
1: Right. I did when I read it. I don't know, like what, because the way okay, so the way I interpreted was like when we pass, everybody has the choice of an exit point. So you're you can continue the contract, you start a new mission, or you can exit. So I'm thinking like, what would be Like, what would be so bad that, like, your, like, your grandma would be like, okay, I don't want to come back. Like, what would be, you know what I'm saying? Like, what would, I don't, I didn't, the exit point kind of, it kind of got me. Because I don't understand, like, if if I had, I guess, yeah, the example I gave. Okay, so if I was going to be a vegetable, my daughter's 15, and me coming back was going to burden her, she can't live her life, things I guess, yeah, I would pass on at that point.
0: And like I said, if it's painful, I'm a no, like I've I've already experienced this. Oh or like if you're gonna be in pain. Yeah, you're gonna be in
1: pain the whole time. Yeah. Right.
0: Like nope, but if it's like you said, you know, you leave right before so you don't feel any pain, it's like, okay, well I can come back. I can get shot in the head, I can, you know, break some bones. But then okay, but
1: then but you shot in the head, but you come back as a vegetable. But it wasn't painful, but you still come back as a vegetable.
0: Then no, no, I'm not coming back in that regard
1: yeah so i haven't had i haven't experienced anything with a a exit point i think um i I wouldn't even say a near-death experience maybe an outer body experience and that's when after i had my daughter i had passed out and Mm -hmm. i could see everything and i was trying to talk and i couldn't Mm -hmm. um I wasn't given an option at that point or anything it was just kind of like floating above the body i could see everything but i couldn't speak so that was the closest i ever got to anything um i had a traumatic birth and um i had a seizure and i just remember like trying to tell everybody not to panic and not it wouldn't come out so Mm -hmm. um that part but i I never i don't i don't think i want a near-death experience I don't know, mm-hmm. but you know how when people have near-death experience, they come back with a whole different outlook on life. So they really Maybe do. that's their new, really maybe maybe that's maybe
0: their I, new mission. I've seen the
1: white lights,
0: and I've seen this person, and they told me it was okay. And,
1: you know, like, they be having whole stories and stuff, so. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that would be... That would just be a, an experience in itself um, that mm-hmm. I don't want to have right now. um so in your soul okay I don't don't want that I'm good in your soul contract you can pick the karma you want to clear in this lifetime looking at your life themes what karma do you think you've chosen to clear in this lifetime
0: girl this is a fucked up ass question (laughs) (laughs) but sometimes you know when I'm reflecting and stuff I'm like maybe I was greedy in a different lifetime because I feel like this life has humbled the shit out of me. Oh my god. Like, like slow down. Be humble. Right. <laughs> so I don't know if it's greed is my, my um karmic uh lesson or I would have to say um like just being able to have a voice. I guess that's not karma Mm -hmm. though. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I'm starting to find my voice a little bit better now. I don't know how that would portray in a past life or how that would be karmic, but I don't know. I was like, maybe I was really in a former life and I'm just humble.
1: That's so crazy because I thought mine would be relationships is what I thought but um when I did look at my chart it shows you your like how your past life played out it's a house in there that can show that and it's funny you said that because mine was green oh. and so I had to come back to this lifetime and my chart is indicative that I had to come back to serve others so that's oh. what my, my theme Yeah, my theme in my whole chart is service of others. That's why the Virgo rise in the house, the uh, stellium in the house is, everything is service to others. Even when we had talked about the um, the, the Vertex, my Vertex even says, I'm here to serve others. So I think that's how I'm here to balance my negative karma. Um, Sometimes I can't see myself being selfish. So sometimes my past life does come through.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or what it said in, in the chart, but I was thinking it was relationships. I was thinking like I really did somebody bad in the past, <laughs> and it's
0: coming
1: back to bite me in the ass. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, you know, you just see you you see everybody like everybody can find somebody and be with somebody, and then <laughs> mine just always goes. It's always dysfunctional as fuck. Yeah. So I'm like,
0: you what was, did like, I do I not do wrong. Why is he happy? okay
1: oh my god karma is not real look only for me the rule only applies to me okay Oh my God. Okay, so there are three things you've agreed to come back to. So before you came back, it's three things that you agreed to. The veil of forgetfulness that's forgetting your contract for the purpose of learning and growing. Um, life themes, which can be seen in your chart, your stellium, rising, etc., And your soul contract with others. Um, that you've become now aware of all of these things. How do you feel about completing your life mission in this lifetime?
0: Um, still working on that third one. Uh, you know, clearing out and what'd you say, forgiving others?
1: Ain't say nothing about forgiving others. What'd you say? Is that what What's you what? supposed to be here doing? Did your spirit spare guys? Is that what they just told you? Forgiving others, but well, who 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 am I supposed to forgive? I don't know. I didn't say nothing about that. What was the question? Lena is getting a live, she's getting a live message. (laughs)
0: Forgiveness,
1: (laughs) I'm hearing you say forgiveness. That wasn't the question? I said forgetfulness.
0: Forgetfulness. Well, hell,
1: I I forget shit all the time. (laughs) I
0: hate your life, I hate you. Uh, But say the whole question again.
1: I know you lying. So there are three things that you've agreed before you came back to this lifetime. The veil of forgetfulness, which is forgetting your contract for the purpose of learning and growing, your life themes, which can be seen in your chart, your saliums, your rising, et cetera, and your soul contract with others. So now that you've become aware of this stuff, because remember at first we didn't know, how do you feel now about completing your life's mission?
0: Well, my thing is because we not we know we not doing the first thing, which was forgetting the contract.
1: I guess we don't know the details of our contract though. No, I have had to. I had to learn and grow to get to this point. So,
0: um, I feel like my contract is not. I still have a lot to, more to give and a lot more to learn, and mm-hmm. a lot more elevation in within my contract. So. What. I don't know. I didn't answer this question.
1: This is ten, right? I left it blank. I don't know. I was like, I'm gonna answer it on air, but I guess I still didn't answer it on air. You answered it in your own way. Okay, that part. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like I feel more confident actually in going forward with. I guess it's lifetime, you know what? I used to have a fear of death. So I think all of these things help calm me about death. I think Mm -hmm. I still have a human reaction to it, but um, subconsciously I'll know that, you know, or people play parts and stuff. And um, it also makes me excited to see like what I learned when I get over there. I want to know, what did I learn? How did I do? Did I fuck up again? Am I going to have to go back again? Not again. Not again. (laughs) I gotta go so back. To, yeah. I know, right. We're gonna choose a different planet next time. We ain't coming to this bitch. Therefore. So what are some signs that you've met someone you've made a contract with on the other side? Um, so you know how maybe like
0: love at first sight or um an instant connection, chemistry, you know butterflies like I feel like all of these are um indications of this might be somebody that's crossed your path before mm-hmm. like just okay. that instant connection instant fit you know it's kind of like y'all picked up in this
1: lifetime where y'all left
0: off in the last lifetime if that makes sense
1: right okay I think for so for me <laughs> I listed maybe maybe the lesson that was learned throughout the contract. So I, I chose like pain, trauma, and growth through positive or negative experiences. Um, again, like Lena said, their presence probably feels familiar or it can trigger you too.
0: Okay.
1: Depending on the past life with, their, with that person. Um, I think an indication that you made a contract with somebody would probably be that they're a family member. <laughs> Or an important or an important person in your life, that would be an indication um, too. But I think the most official probably would be uh, the pain and the trauma and the growth. Yeah, and that's that's all I got today, honey. Mm-hmm. We can't do no two episodes in a row. I, I feel like this one kind of too laid back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, we usually
1: uh, joke, joking and showing our ass, and we used all that up yesterday.
0: Okay, champ. Sure. day.
1: and St. Patrick's
0: Day is tomorrow. And you know, I am turning all the way up, honey. Let me go get
1: my green right now. I got to rest. So I'm gonna do enough turning up next week. So.
0: I'm oh, an old
1: yeah.
0: lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be real thirsty tomorrow. Thirsty Thursday. Green beer.
1: You gonna go get you some green beer?
0: Yes. I
1: mean drinking beer. Girl, where you been? I didn't know you drink beer. (laughs) You acting boozy? I just know we be going, I just be (laughs) You just know What you gonna do when you drink that beer? What you mean? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna drink my
0: beer. And um, turn up. Mm-hmm. We going to um. What are we going to? We going to uh, uh. What's that place over there by McAllister's? They gonna have green beer.
1: They gonna have oh, green the Mexican place.
0: Yep, green long islands and then green painkillers. So
1: listen, I'm y'all. My it. my co host just told y'all her. Her location for tomorrow, so don't y'all come for her. <laughs> I will put your ass in the freezer, okay?
0: She said, I'll put you in the freezer in a minute. But you know what? I'm protected though. I, so I ain't got nothing, I ain't got nothing to worry about.
1: But they not, and they you? will go in the freezer. Right,
0: but if y'all see me out and about, say hi, buy me a green beer. Slide in my <laughs> door. This,
1: this bitch, this bitch always trying to get somebody to cash out for her. <laughs> Like this bitch real humble
0: and poor. <laughs> she be begging every episode every bitch be <laughs> Y'all don't judge me. Oh somebody, somebody gonna say leave it here, bitch. Here, here go the beards. <laughs> <go> <laughs> here, here the beer. bitch was the person. Here, bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, bitch. But anyways, I have fun. Y'all stay tuned because we've been putting some hours. Yes. So Sunday will be our next episode and then we'll have a slight, no, then we do Tuesday and then we'll have a slight break.
1: A slight break, yeah. Sunday is the live episode. I had an idea. I ran by Lena earlier. She ain't get back to me on it, so. Uh,
0: uh Y'all blame
1: Lena for the announcement delay
0: Okay, I still gotta consult my people. Ask my ancestors, is this what I want? Is this what I need? And then we'll come back with you.
1: So we'll we'll have an answers to that soon, guys. Anywho, I'm about to go to sleep.
0: I'm about to iron my clothes and go to sleep.
1: You gotta go, go in the office shower.
0: tonight? Shower and go to sleep. <laughs> no,
1: make sure that. she at that shower <laughs> on this, because <That's> <laughs> I don't
0: want nobody to think I'm dirty. Oh, got booty sweat. No, I don't have to go in the office, but you know I'll be on camera, so I have to be presentable from the waist up. (laughs) Hello. am going to to go iron her shirt. I'm going to have my shimrocks on and my my st patrick's day star and i'm gonna be all festive my zoom background already a rainbow but i think people think that i'm lgbtq but i am a part of the community so i guess it is um, what part what letter you in <laughs> <laughs> i'm the q quality bitch did you hear queer How you a queer? Tell me. Quality though.
1: I didn't want to say queer. I thought it was derogatory.
0: How? It's in the whole it's in the whole acronym. I don't fucking know.
1: (laughs) She's like, I'm not a part of that community. How are you a queer? (laughs) (laughs) Explain this because we need to know. (laughs) How am I not? How are you? Explain it. What do you mean? Explain it to the people. Say loud for the people in the back. No, the people in the back being me. I feel like I feel like I feel like y'all trying to judge me a little bit. So who
0: is y'all? Ain't nobody even on it but me,
1: bitch. I'm talking about the listeners. You don't even know what they doing. I do know. I'm gonna look this shit up because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> And she gonna be up all
0: night researching it, y'all. And she gonna come back next episode and spell it out for y'all.
1: Thank you for ruining my my sleep time. <laughs>
0: Bye from the Q in LGBTQ. Quality,
1: quality. <laughs> Bye.
0: <laughs> Bye.